position as a hair loss and wig consultant from sourcing hair pieces to making referrals to specialists. I interview those dealing with hair loss through either chemotherapy or dermatology, sharing their experiences, how they have coped, and talking with some experts along the way too. I hope that one person's story might just inspire another to not stay silent and encourage them to look for support. If you're thinking of purchasing wigs, products, or need help and advice, you can shop online on my website, katiedeer.co.uk. You can also book face-to-face wig consultations with me at my pop-up shop at the beautiful Binswood Hall in Levington Spa, and I'll leave details in the show notes. Today, I'm talking about alopecia, reviewing um, me going to a support group that are run by Alopecia UK. Almost everyone I ever speak to, never heard of them before, a client yesterday, exactly the same, they've been through dermatology, come out the other end and, st- and hadn't spoken to anyone about helping them at all. So I'm really driving this and thought I, I'm going to do a review on my experience um, then I can tell people uh, and my clients particularly um, you know what it's like. Alopecia UK is a small charity but they are still the largest alopecia charity in the UK. Um, Alopecia UK have pockets of support groups all over the country so I went along to the Birmingham group. I hear from my clients what they need individually but I wanted to go to a group so I could hear, you know, the complete honesty of other people sharing with each other from one person with alopecia to another what they need to have support um, and, and how they're feeling. And and um, I think that it's a really good insight. Um, so then make me do my job as, as well as I can. So if you go online, you'll have a look on alopecia.org.uk and you'll have a look for your support group. You'll find your local one, get in contact with that um, with that leader, that volunteer, and they'll write back to you and give you all the details that you need. So uh, for me on the day, I arrive, it's super casual. You just sit around the table, make yourself comfy, grab a cup of tea, there's refreshments there. And then slowly everybody starts trickling in and um, like anywhere whilst you're waiting, people just start talking about their journey or, you know, where they've come from for the day, just getting to know each other. Everybody settles in and, and the meeting starts officially. Everybody goes round and introduces themselves. You can say as much or as little as you want. There's no pressure at all. Uh, you can tell everybody um, your name and tell them what's going on for you, if you have a diagnosis or not, and what's happening uh, for you on your journey. Um, this is as little or as much as you want to say. So if you're not feeling particularly confident or you're feeling particularly emotional, you can just say enough to say hi and then the next person will speak. Um, otherwise, you know, maybe you're like completely ready and feel like, wow, this is a really good space for me now. I feel really comfy and I want to tell more about my story. Um, and then you can do that too. Um, there's just no pressure and it's just really easy and that's something uh, I really need to emphasize because you know it takes a lot um, of confidence sometimes for some people to get to these things and um, 
got to know that it's okay when you get there. So, um, you know, some ladies are wearing wigs. And, uh, and for, for this group that I attended, there were just ladies. Um, there were some partners, but ladies. So it's obviously open whether you're, you know, a guy, girl, child, parent, and tell their story to be supported. Um, but to, but on the day that I went, it, it was just ladies, and they were wearing wigs, some of them hats, and some of them headwear. Um, some of them felt sort of confident enough um, that kind of wearing no headwear is kind of being more themselves. So they they felt more comfortable to do that. Um, I introduced myself, and um, I have a chronic telogen effluvium condition, and seborrheic eczema dermatitis so I could tell from my point of view of my hair drastically shedding um telogen effluvium is where the hair is in the resting phase of its growing cycle but then sheds instead of continuing to grow and um so yeah we'll see see how that kind of um progresses or not um and occasionally I'll do a little update on social media for that as I was saying before it takes some people quite a lot of courage to find that confidence to eventually even get out of the door and go to the meeting for some people this can be years or you know they might have wanted to go to the meeting but they just feel like they can't um, for so many reasons some people have been um, several times before some people it was their first time when people share how they're coping and maybe it's emotional and it's you know it's really kind of maybe the first time they're talking about it to anyone that actually kind of has some empathy as well um, for what they're going through there's support right there straight around the table you know we're and they're sharing from a, a, a different experience um, you know further on down down the the line maybe um, but simply by being in this environment and and being vulnerable and enough to um, talk making it you know making it to the first meeting is a huge thing and that's kind of the first step um, in finding that support by the end everyone's shared their stories and asked questions with each other and there is someone somewhere around the table that offers some advice or um, has empathy and um, there's laughter by the end everyone's sort of relaxed and getting to know each other everyone sort of settles in with each other um, I brought some wigs along for people to try on and ask questions about different issues that they might have going on. I shared my advice, um, which brought, again, a different dynamic and a uh, helpful one, I'm hoping. I think it's huge to have those people that you can pop in and see and maybe even stay in touch with and meet up again. Maybe if you have only ever spoken to your partner and you're thinking about going... Ultimately, finding someone with something in common will always bring us together. And um, if you don't feel like you're in the right place emotionally or you're not ready to talk to anyone um, about your hair loss, that's okay. The main thing is you know about the charity and the support group there and is it's available to you when you're ready. Think about how you feel about listening to you know how I've described the group and you know maybe sit with it and then think about how going to a group might help you on your journey i can now tell my clients firsthand what it's like and tell them that there is this wonderful group of very resilient people and you get to be you any way you want whilst you're there with no judgment with hair with no hair 
with wig, with no wig, it's absolutely fine. And um, there's so much emphasis as well. I'm just mentioning being resilient. And um, there's so much emphasis on being strong all the time and resilient. And if you're nervous about going to a group, you could use that and that strength to get to the group. And then you can be vulnerable. Emotional version of you or however you want to be that makes you feel better than you did before you stepped through that door. Some people are just not for socialising and that's okay. Use the group to find support and then go. But if you want to find others and connect, you can do that too. I know for those with alopecia that have been, it's been a great way of meeting people um, and others that have made lasting friendships by finding someone who gets you and what you're going through. Having little or no support can leave people a little in the dark. Hopefully this will bring some light, knowing there's a place to go. I hope this has been helpful. Um, And if it's not you, maybe you might know someone that is going through um, an alopecia journey. Please share this with them. And it might, if they don't know and they're really struggling and they've not seen or heard of any support, please share it with them. And it might give them a nudge to explore. And just finding someone that can relate to you really will make such a massive difference. And lastly, remember, everything is in your own time. I know clients have said, you know, if you want to, you know, shave your hair, if you want to have your hair cut, if you want to wear a wig, if you want to step out the door without it, you know, everything is in your own time and you will know when that time is. Just just like there's no rush and there's no, there's no rules. So, you know, you, you do you when you're ready and um, hopefully that will help you on your hair loss journey. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you on the next one. For more support with hair loss, you can look up the amazing charity Alopecia UK. And if you're thinking about trying wigs, you can go to my website, katiedear.co.uk and find help and advice there too. I hope you enjoyed talking hair loss with me, Katie Deer. And if you did, please tell at least one person you know about the podcast who might find it useful and help one more person change their journey with hair loss for the better.